You are listening to episode 115 of the Confident Coaches Podcast, the one where you figure out who you really work for. What? All right, let's go. Welcome to the Confident Coaches Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to do your best work as a life coach. If you want to bring more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your work, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Amy Latta. Let's dive in. Hi, coach. How are you doing out there? How's everybody doing today? I hope you're feeling super good and fabulous. The Lattice Four are all feeling super fabulous. We are all healthy and happy once again. And now I am have my eyes set on the final touches of our very first live in-person coaching event. So I have done virtual coaching events. I have done standalone coaching events. And then every mastermind I have always kicks off with a virtual event. So this is the first time we're doing it in person. Now, the October class, I have done a live event for a couple of classes, but for the October one, I realized that I had the ability to go, wait a minute, why are we really doing this? Because remember, I work for me. What is the purpose of this? I get to decide the purpose of this live event. And what do I want them to walk away with from this live event? Not just host a live event and talk about a couple of concepts, but like, what do I want to make sure they leave with? And I'm the one who gets to decide the purpose and the passion and the reason for that. And that is what we're going to be talking about a little bit today, why that is so important. But just know right now, I could not be more excited because just two weeks from now, here in St. Louis, I've got coaches flying in. I'm going to be debuting some brand new concepts to them. And really what this is, I stated it before, I've stated it a couple of times, I even stated it just a couple of moments ago, that the first half of December, we all had the flu. The second half of December and going into January, we all had COVID. This was unplanned downtime. I asked my brain to go to work. And it did. So while I was resting, while I was not working, I had confidence that my brain was answering some questions. And that is, how can I help coaches on an even deeper level when it comes to making irresistible offers, increasing engagement, booking more consults, signing more clients, coaching those clients, and really being powerful business owners? And yes, brand new coaching, brand new answers, all the same problems, right? I just went deeper in my brain and I cannot wait. So I'm going to be debuting that brand new coaching at the three-day live event that kicks off the February round of Mastermind. And I am putting together a couple of the nuggets in a brand new training. The brand new training might already be live. I'm not entirely sure at the time of this recording, I'm still putting the pieces together. So what I'll do is that there's two ways to make sure you get it. I'm going to drop a bonus episode as soon as I know that there is. So the bonus episode might have already actually been dropped by the time <laughs> by the time you guys are listening to this. I will drop a bonus episode as soon as I know that it's ready so you know how to get to it. The other way you can make sure you never miss anything from me is there's always an offer at the end of every podcast. 
So take me up on the offer at the end of this podcast. And what that will do is it will give you a free training that I've already created in the past, which is fabulous and amazing and it's awesome. And it'll get you on the email list so that you never miss any future ones. Because if you want a sneak peek on brand new ways to overcome the top 10 obstacles to making irresistible offers, hell yeah. I know you want some of that goodness. Make sure that you are getting these updates from me. Okay, so before I dive into who do you work for and why do you work for that person, before I get into that, I just want to give a shout out to Karen Williams on Instagram. So Karen was listening to one of the podcast episodes. She didn't specify exactly which podcast episode that it was, but I'm assuming that it was lessons from missing goals or 100% effort. I'm assuming that it's one from the past couple of weeks. She posted this like two weeks ago. So this is what she shared on Instagram. She shared that towards the end of 2021, I've been inspired by a few amazing coaches that allow me to further grow my confidence. And one particular coach is Amy Latta. A few days ago, after listening to a very deep diving Confident Coaches podcast episode, I felt energized and excited about stepping into 2022 as I set my goals for the year. Amy is a true gem and anchor. And I'm going to quote her from the podcast because this quote from her podcast is the foundation I am setting for myself. And the quote is, so this is me quoting Karen, quoting me, (laughs) a little quote inception. Believe that your goal is inevitable, even if it hasn't happened yet. That's the foundation that I am setting, even if the results at the end of my year is not what I planned on achieving. I can still believe. I am still confident I will reach my big audacious goal. I'm ready to start this year fully energized and fully inspired. Karen, amazing, fabulous. And here's what I want to share with you, listener, and why something like this reminds me of what is my purpose? Why the hell am I doing this? Why am I doing any of this? Why am I running this podcast? Why am I hosting this three-day live event for my masterminders? Why am I doing six-month masterminds? Why am I doing any of this? Because of these types of shares right here. This is why we do the work. And I want you to trust right now that every time you make an irresistible offer, even if you make a sh- even if you're making shitty offers right now and you want to get better at making irresistible offers, every time you share your goodness with the world, you are serving people and you are helping people and you're sharing something with them they hadn't considered before. And it could potentially change their energy and change their actions and change their life. And this purpose that you have is so important as we go into this week's topic. Now, last week, we talked about 100% effort. And I almost included today's information in that episode, but I felt that this part of the conversation deserved its own room, right? It just, first of all, it would have been a really long episode. And this part of 100% effort really deserves its own conversation. So listen to today's podcast, but if you haven't listened to 100% Effort, which was just a week ago, make sure you go back and listen because you're going to want to know what I mean by that. I'm going to reference it throughout the episode and you're going to want to know, well, what does she mean by that? So if you haven't listened to that, then go ahead and go back. If you've already listened to it, then 
remember how I defined what 100% effort is. You know, basically it's the idea that 100% effort is how you show up in your business at an all-in 100% effort energy in your actions without overworking and hustling. And also so that you're not then, it's not the other side of the pendulum where we're also not coddling ourselves with, oh, it's okay, kind of complacent energy when you are consistently not hitting your goals, right? We tend to kind of swing between the two things. And 100% effort is an entirely different place. It's a third option between beating the shit out of yourself with overworking and then letting yourself off the hook. So one thing that has happened is I've been coaching on this in the Company Coaches Mastermind. So my July group is wrapping up and then October is going. So I actually, I'm moving from two groups at a time to one group at a time. And during some of these coaching sessions, I've asked clients, incompetent coaches, to think about times during their lives when they can think of what 100% effort looked like. Let's talk about it. Let's give some examples. And not only what 100% effort looked like, but what it also felt like. Like, think back to a time When you know you can feel it in your bones that you left it all out on the field. You know you gave that thing, that goal, that project, that whatever, your all. And almost always, two things came up. Clients referred to times of either previous jobs or taking care of their family. There might be other options, but those, like everybody who I've deep dived on this topic with has given me well, when I used to work or when I was a caretaker, you know, particularly like a stay-at-home mom, et cetera. So then the next question is simple. So that's kind of like where we were in last week's podcast. Now we're deep diving into this part of 100% effort. Why can you find 100% effort working for someone else, but struggle to find it working for yourself? This is the question I want you to think about here. If finding 100% effort seems to be a struggle for you, where has it not been a struggle for you before? You know, you know those scenarios, right? And like I said, in the coaching, it has come up almost all of it's been previous corporate work or working for somebody else. And then some people have also said their family. So why is it easier to give somebody else 100% effort, but harder for you to give yourself 100% effort? That is the question. So the first answer that I find that most people have said is, well, yeah, I did that, but I was overworking and exhausting myself. That 100% effort for me at work was like consistently working 12-hour days and killing myself, and that sounds horrible. And when you first say 100% effort, Amy, I want to run in the opposite direction because that's what I associate 100% effort with, to which I say, okay, great, go back and listen to last week's podcast on what 100% effort actually is. Because that is not what 100% effort actually is. And remember that you still did that with no problem. You still voluntarily chose to do that because there was something that told you that even overworking and hustling was worth it for them, but it's not worth it for you. And not that I want you overworking and hustling, but what would 100% effort look like for yourself where you could still find a way to leave it all out on the field? without killing yourself. Because even in these instances, when you were giving 100% effort in other areas, you still found a way to do it for someone else. And you think that was from overworking and hustling, and it's not. 
there was thinking involved there where you were willing to give them more than you were willing to give yourself. And let's figure out the why. So that's when we start getting into the reasons why. And one of those is because so many of us just see working for someone else gives an air of respectability. Now, whether you believe that or not, there's definitely people around you who do. So you may be trying to convince yourselves that they're wrong. You might believe it a little bit too. But I just want to offer like, there's prestige in working for a big corporate company. I know this for sure because like I can just do an announcement and I'll talk a little bit about it in the second point, but my first job right out of college was working for the number one PR firm in the country. Like my dad told everybody, like he would tell like strangers at the grocery store, the checkout ladies, like, like, oh, did you hear my daughter got into this? She's working for so-and-so PR agency, right? Like, Like it's a big fucking deal. Very different than, oh, hey, guess what? My, my daughter's building a life coaching business from scratch, right? Like- There is an air of respectability. It's a big deal. There's prestige working for a big corporate company. There's prestige attached to work hard, play hard mentality of that kind of corporate world. I know for sure that I thought I hit the jackpot when I got this job with the biggest PR agency in the top. First of all, the fact that the biggest PR agency in the world was headquartered in St. Louis is quite surprising. (laughs) This was 30 years ago. I don't know if it's still that way. But like it is a little surprising. But like I was like, I'm a big fucking deal, right? Like I thought I'd hit the jackpot. I thought, yes. So much of my own self-respect and my value and my worth came from someone or actually something, a company, this big and this prominent wanting me. Never mind that they had me doing all kinds of work that I didn't really want to do. They put me into a department that isn't where I really wanted to be. And I worked there for two and a half years doing work I did not want to be doing. But I was like, yeah, but I work for so-and-so and and that's a big deal. So I should probably stay here. And I wanted to give them 100% effort because of where I worked. The problem is, is I was putting the employer at a higher value than I put myself right? It was more of like, I was so lucky to be working for them, not they were lucky to have me working for them, right? Like, I was lucky to have them, not they were lucky to have me. And that is so often the course. Why is working for a company or a business considered more respectable than working for yourself? Now, this isn't across the board, right? But when it comes to life coaching, life coaching is not like, we're not talking about like a mom and pop store down in the corner that used to be the mainstay, you know, of the American small business, you know, and there are a lot of small business owners, you know, people who run, you know, dental practices or law practices, you know, like mom and pop size businesses, you know, restaurants or, a you know, a boutique down on the main street square. And people are like, oh, yeah, they support that. But there is this kind of like, yeah, but life coaching is a different thing, right? So many of you are thinking that. And why are you deciding that your own business is not as serious as some of those others? Why aren't you taking it as serious? Because it doesn't really matter whether other people take it seriously or not. The question is, is why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you seeing that working for yourself as a life coach is the most respectable thing you could ever possibly do? That it deserves the highest of respect from you. 
That's your work there. The other thing that we get into is we start believing that working for someone else offers more safety and security. Now, this is anybody who owns their own business. Like, this is like, it doesn't matter, like, respectability or not, but anybody would say that having your own business is less safe and less secure than working for someone else, except that's not where safety and security come from. I want you to lean in and listen to this. Your safety, your security does not come from out there. It does not come from having a quote-unquote regular job or a boss who is in command or a certain dollar amount in the bank. Feeling safe and feeling secure is a feeling and it comes from what you are thinking, not the things that are in your life. Safety and security comes from trust in yourself. And the only reason you don't trust yourself is because your belief that past fails or past giving up on yourself was some sort of like moral failure, that it was wrong, that it was bad. And so I can't trust myself because I don't know if this is going to work out. And that trust in myself is where my safety comes. And I don't know that I can rely on me. So I'm going to go rely on someone else. There's this line of believing that you can't be trusted and you need a boss or a figurehead of some kind to hold you accountable. And that is where your safety and security comes from. Eh, wrong. <laughs> no, that's changing the circumstance in order to feel more safe and secure. Which leads me to my next point is the belief that giving an employer 100% effort and not your own business is the guarantee of a regular income. Eh, sorry, I'm going to have to give that a 2.7 out of 10. I, I actually, I give that a one. That may be the dumbest reason to think that you can't give yourself 100% effort. So listen to the, like, the fallacy in this logic. Because your income in your own business is not guaranteed, it's not as serious, it's not as safe, it's not as secure, so then you're not going to give it 100% effort like you would if you worked for someone else. Wait, what? How does that even work? Because it's not guaranteed, you're not going to give it 100% effort? How do you think you guarantee your income with 100% effort? Also, speaking from someone who was laid off from two corporate jobs and fired from one, that safety and that security and that guaranteed income, it's a lie. It's not even true. Again, it's another way like higher-ups have convinced you that as long as you give 100% effort, you're going to be compensated. I was literally told one year before I was laid off that I always had a place in that company. And one year later, I was asked to leave my place in that company and I was not offered another one. Now, I can guarantee you, and it was the same person who said it both times, and you could see the pain on her face as she was telling me that I was losing my job. <laughs> Because she knew, she knew she had told me exactly a year before that, you have nothing to worry about. Because it was like a whole year of layoffs. It was terrible. The first round of layoffs came from the people I managed. And she was like, don't worry, Amy, you always have a place in this company. You're too value an employee. And I went through a whole year of round after round after round of layoffs. And then I was let go. And oh my gosh, that was the first time I realized there's no guarantee out there. The only way to guarantee your income, I want you to really lean in and think about this. The only way that you can guarantee your income 
is with your own business and the 100% effort that you put into it. Because you can give anybody else 100% effort, but they are still ultimately the ones that decide whether your income is guaranteed or not. In your own business, you're the one that's deciding that because you are going all in and you're giving everything that you've got and you are testing and you're trying and you are learning how to make more irresistible offers. All those other things that we covered inside Confident Coaches that we cover on the podcast that we deep dive to in the mastermind. Because of that, you are guaranteeing your future income no matter what you made this week. Working for somebody else doesn't work that way. And I know because I've been there. And listen, all of this working for the man is respectable and secure is a lie perpetrated by the man. Your safety and security and accountability is dependent on a figurehead of some sort is a lie perpetrated by the figurehead. These ideas that we need other people to provide us with the safety and security of the employment came from the people who are like, don't go work for yourself. Come work for us instead. And I promise you this is way more secure and way more guaranteed. And the only reason to not trust yourself to show up in your own business the way that you would show up for someone else is because you believe the lie that you can't trust yourself. You believe the lie that falling short of goals is a bad thing and means you can't trust yourself. You believe the lie that not creating any consults this week must be something that you should be punished for because you can't trust yourself rather than something to understand and something to learn and something to grow from. And that's all a lie, every bit of it. And the same goes for those of you who are thinking about 100% effort in terms of being a caretaker and particularly talking. So I'm both, okay? I had a 10-year corporate marketing career, and then I had a 10 years where I was a stay-home mom. So I understand both these mentalities because when you're a stay-home mom and you're a caretaker, you'll start to think that like being a caretaker, being a mom of, of children, like this is why we're here that the most noble thing that you can do with yourself and your life and your time is to raise children or to take care of others. And that if that's not the end goal, then it's not nearly as important. That other people's needs and desires and wants supersede your own. Gee, I wonder who benefits from that line of thinking. (laughs) The man. By the way, the man is just what my grandma used to always say. The man was just like those higher powers that, and she would take her thumb and she would push it down on the edge of a a table. And she would, that's what they do. That's how the man keeps you down. (laughs) That feisty Dolores. She was so amazing. She passed away at 89 years old in 2017. And to this day, she would talk about how the man was always trying to keep you down. You know, and it's the man that is really telling you that your value has been attached to or is attached to taking care of others or that it's attached to achieving and working with for other people and earning that high salary and earning those bonuses. And your value as a person comes from them giving you those things through your 100% effort for them. And it's all bullshit. It's no wonder why you'd rather give 100% effort towards taking care of others or achieving in a corporate environment. Because we've been fed this constant lie that that's where your value comes from. And it's simply not 
true. Now, one of the mindset actions that we work on, so remember, if this is your first podcast, I teach a process called the Path to 100K, and it's mindset plus action plus evaluation. One of the mindset activities we have is a value plan. So if seeing your own value is a struggle, if seeing the value in working with you, in talking with you, in coaching with you, in reading your your work, in listening to a podcast that you produce... Like if that's a struggle of yours, that might be a mindset focus that you take as you enter into the mastermind. But the bottom line is you get to decide who you work for. You get to decide if you'd rather give 100% effort to somebody else's business or give 100% effort to your own. And if your business was someone else's business, I want you to imagine that you were a life coach in somebody else's life coaching business. It's your business, by the way. (laughs) But imagine, if your business was someone else's, how differently would you be showing up? How committed to your work would you be? How differently would you use your time? How quick would you be to give up on a project that wasn't working out as easily as you thought that it should? How much more resourceful might you challenge yourself to get in order to solve for why customers aren't responding to the company's posts or why customers aren't saying yes on the phone or why customers are struggling to get results with your product, with the company's product, right? If you were working for me and you were running my behind the scenes, How much closer to 100% effort would you get? If your job was on the line, what would your 100% effort look like? Here's the bottom line. Your job is on the line because it is your effort and yours alone that will create the success. And that is what makes it the most valuable work that you can ever do. Working for yourself is the most valuable work you can ever do do because it's not working for some anonymous, the man. It's working for your highest purpose. It's tailored to your specific gifts. You get to decide the agenda. You get to decide the focus of things and the purpose of things like your program, like live in-person coaching events. You get to decide who you help and why it's important to help them why it's important to help the Karens of the world who are going to leave these amazing reviews about your podcast. It's working on your sacred calling and no one's else. And I can't think of any better reason to give 100% effort and leave it all out on the field each day than that right there. So who do you work for? You work for you. You work for your sacred calling. You're working for your highest purpose. You are working for your specific gifts and the secret sauce that the universe poured into your soul to deliver out into the world. And are you willing to give that 100% effort? Because that is the most imperative place you could possibly deliver it to. All right, my coach, I can't wait to see what you create. And remember, until next week, let's go fuck some shit up. Coaches, I have created a brand new freebie offer just for you podcast listeners. I created a brand new training called Stop Overcomplicating Confidence because I see my coaches do it all the time, make this confidence thing way harder than it has to be. 
In this free training, you're going to learn exactly how you overcomplicate confidence, what's creating that, and how to stop it. Here's the best part. All of it, less than an hour. Less than an hour of your time, you will feel more confident in less than an hour, right? Yes. Friends, this is the best training I've ever done. So visit amylatta.com forward slash podcast gift to get yours. Again, that's amylatta.com forward slash podcast gift. Go now and feel more confident in just an hour. Thanks so much for listening to the Confident Coaches Podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at amylatta.com. And until next week, let's go do epic stuff.